Section 10 of Summer in a Garden and Calvin, A Study of Character by Charles Dudley Warner. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Section 10 Summer in a Garden. Seventh Week. A garden is an awful responsibility. You never know what you may be aiding to grow in it i heard a sermon not long ago in which the preacher said that the christian at the moment of his becoming one was as perfect a christian as he would be if he grew to be an archangel that is that he would not change thereafter at all but only develop i do not know whether this is good theology or not and i hesitate to support it by an illustration from my garden especially as i do not want to run the risk of propagating error and i do not care to give away these theological comparisons to clergymen who make me so little return in the way of labor but i find in dissecting a pea-blossom that hidden in the centre of it is a perfect miniature pea-pod with the peas all in it as perfect a pea-pod as it will ever be only it is as tiny as a chatelaine ornament maize and some other things show the same precocity this confirmation of the theologic theory is startling and sets me meditating upon the moral possibilities of my garden i may find in it yet the cosmic egg and speaking of moral things i am half determined to petition the ecumenical council to issue a bull of excommunication against pusley of all the forms which error has taken in this world i think that is about the worst in the middle ages the monks in st bernard's ascetic community at clairvaux excommunicated a vineyard which a less rigid monk had planted near so that it bore nothing in eleven twenty a bishop of leon excommunicated the caterpillars in his diocese and the following year st bernard excommunicated the flies in the monastery of Foigny and in fifteen ten the ecclesiastical court pronounced the dread sentence against the rats of Aton, macon and lyon these examples are sufficient precedents it will be well for the council however not to publish the bull either just before or just after a rain for nothing can kill this pestilent heresy when the ground is wet it is the time of festivals polly says we ought to have one a strawberry festival she says they are perfectly delightful it is so nice to get people together this hot weather they create such a good feeling i myself am very fond of festivals i always go when i can consistently besides the strawberries there are ice creams and cake and lemonade and that sort of thing and one always feels so well the next day after such a diet but as social reunions if there are good things to eat nothing can be pleasanter and they are very profitable if you have a good object i agreed that we ought to have a festival but i did not know what object to devote it to we are not in need of an organ nor of any pulpit cushions i do not know that they use pulpit cushions now as much as they used to when preachers had to have something soft to pound so they would not hurt their fists i suggested pocket handkerchiefs and flannels for next winter but polly says that will not do at all you must have some charitable object something that appeals to a vast sense of something something that it will be right to get up lotteries and that sort of thing for i suggest a festival for the benefit of my garden and this seems feasible 
in order to make everything pass off pleasantly invited guests will bring or send their own strawberries and cream which i shall be happy to sell to them at a slight advance there are a great many improvements which the garden needs among them a sounding-board so that the neighbors children can hear when i tell them to get a little farther off from the currant bushes i should also like a selection from the ten commandments in big letters posted up conspicuously and a few traps that will detain but not maim for the benefit of those who cannot read but what is most important is that the ladies should crochet nets to cover over the strawberries a good-sized well-managed festival ought to produce nets enough to cover my entire beds and i can think of no other method of preserving the berries from the birds next year i wonder how many strawberries it would need for a festival and whether they would cost more than the nets i am more and more impressed as the summer goes on with the inequality of man's fight with nature especially in a civilized state in savagery it does not much matter for one does not take a square hold and put out his strength but rather accommodates himself to the situation and takes what he can get without raising any dust or putting himself into everlasting opposition but the minute he begins to clear a spot larger than he needs to sleep in for a night and to try to have his own way in the least nature is at once up and vigilant and contests him at every step with all her ingenuity and unwearied vigour this talk of subduing nature is pretty much nonsense i do not intend to surrender in the midst of the summer campaign yet i cannot but think how much more peaceful my relations would now be with the primal forces if i had let nature make the garden according to her own notion this is written with the thermometer at ninety degrees and the weeds starting up with a freshness and vigour as if they had just thought of it for the first time and had not been cut down and dragged out every other day since the snow went off we have got down the forests and exterminated savage beasts but nature is no more subdued than before she only changes her tactics uses smaller guns so to speak she reinforces herself with a variety of bugs worms and vermin and weeds unknown to the savage state in order to make war upon the things of our planting and calls in the fowls of the air just as we think the battle is won to snatch away the booty when one gets almost weary of the struggle she is as fresh as at the beginning just in fact ready for the fray i for my part begin to appreciate the value of frost and snow for they give the husbandman a little peace and enable him for a season to contemplate his incessant foe subdued i do not wonder what the tropical people where nature never goes to sleep give it up and sit in lazy acquiescence here i have been working all the season to make a piece of lawn it had to be graded and sewed and rolled and i have been shaving it like a barber when it was soft everything had a tendency to go on to it cows and especially wandering hackmen hackmen who are a product of civilization know a lawn when they see it they rather have a fancy for it and always try to drive so as to cut the sharp borders of it and leave the marks of their wheels in deep ruts of cut-up ruined turf the other morning i had just been running the mower over the lawn and stood regarding its smoothness when i noticed one two three puffs of fresh earth in it and hastening thither i found that the mole had arrived to complete the work of the hackman in a half hour he had rooted up the ground like a pig i found his runways i waited for him with the spade he did not appear but the next time i passed by he had ridged the ground in all directions 
a smooth beautiful animal with fur like silk if you could only catch him he appears to enjoy the lawn as much as the hackman did he does not care how smooth it is he is constantly mining and ridging it up i am not sure but he could be countermined i have half a mind to put powder in here and there and blow the whole thing into the air some folks set traps for the mole but my moles never seem to go twice in the same place i am not sure but it would bother them to sow the lawn with interlacing snake-grass the botanical name of which somebody writes me is devil grass the first time i have heard that the devil has a botanical name which would worry them if it is as difficult for them to get through it as it is for me i do not speak of this mole in any tone of complaint he is only a part of the untiring resources which nature brings against the humble gardener i desire to write nothing against him which i should wish to recall at the last nothing foreign to the spirit of that beautiful saying of the dying boy he had no copy-book which dying he was sorry he had blotted the end of section ten recording by mark penfold